0: Confessional, your weekly people Podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 227, and welcome back to my front porch. Hope you're doing good uh, wherever you are, whatever time of day this is. Uh, I hope you're doing really, really good. I was I was kind of thinking through like how awesome it is to have a median in which like we process together you know i i really am grateful i think grateful that people are listening but also grateful that there's a technology i thought wow you know i i've been I, this has kind of been this like little anthem like soapboxy type thing that i've been saying recently but like like think how cool it is you could have been born and any other time in church history. So when I hear people complaining about how hard things are or how difficult things are or political this or that or tensions here and there. I'm like, yeah, of course. But like this was the time that you were selected to like live and exist. And so we can either complain about that or we can get like stoked on it. And I thought like, man, how exciting that God had me be born and you be born during this period of time where I can sit on my front porch. I have a laptop, I have a microphone and I have have a fire in front of me, but like, like I, I, and, and, and I can record this thing. I can post it into this thing called a website and then it just goes out to whoever wants to listen to it. And I was like, how cool is that? How awesome, how brilliant is God that, that he allowed that to one, to be developed. And then he was like, Jeff, like, You're in. You're in for this period of time. And then, like, all of you who are listening, like, you're in, too. Like, I thought, like, how cool, like, how special that is that we all get to be a part of this period of church history, of this period. They're going to write books about this time, you know? Like, they're going to talk about us. You know how we talk about, oh, the Reformation or 1600s or the early church or all that kind of stuff. Like, they're going to write books about what we do right now. And so I just loved— the idea of, like, that the God was, like, in all of his wisdom and discernment and supremacy and sufficiency, he was, like, sovereignty. He's, like, I was trying to think of about ten different S's, but that's what I came up with right off the top of my head. Um, but it was, like, you, Jeff, you're in. This is the time I want you. And for you, like, you're in. And this is the time he wanted you. And, like, how cool that is. Like, It brings intrinsic value to your every breath, to your every moment, to waking up, to going to bed like you were meant to be alive in this period of time. So do not be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Be excited about the fact that he's like, this is the time. This is when we need you most. This is when I'm having you be born. And so I'm not discouraged about this period of time we're in. I'm like really encouraged because I'm like, this is when he had me. Like I don't want to spend the rest of my life like complaining about what it should be what it could be all that I got other stuff that will always be the case but I want to be like I want to live in a reality that he was like i I want you in this period of church history in this period of history period i I, I want you Jeff I want you whoever you are across listening whatever like I want you to to move forward, what I've asked you to do during this period of time. And I just think that's so cool. So, at least in my mind, like <laughs> this podcast can be a time where we like encourage and challenge one another, you know, in listening, learning, growing, you know, conversations that happen after whatever, you know, if you listen to this and you go talk to somebody about it, like that for me is like, I'm stoked because I feel like that's helping us move things forward. That's not us standing still, hands in the pocket, going like, well, I don't know what to do. it's like, no. We're going to move forward and what he's having us do because we're alive, and he, and, he, and he predestined that to happen, and that's super, super exciting. So, for all of you listening, I love that you're listening to this. Thank you so much, and for all your support. Many of you give monthly on Patreon to our Patreon page. Thank you. Many of you send gifts in many different ways, so thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it, and some of you bought the devotional, which is cool, too. So, just I'm stoked. Super excited. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And thanks that we're working through this thing together. So, uh, Psalms 51, uh, the last few podcasts I've been going through Psalms 51. I've been memorizing it. I've been encouraging you like trying to memorize. It's taken me, I mean, almost a month. I'm in my last verse Working out this morning, I'm like, I kind of get like, ugh, you know, the home stretch, like just like, uh, come on, lock this thing in. It's not, it's a labor of love because I know it's with me. I know it's sticking with me, but it's not easy. It's not easy to memorize. But the, this particular section that we're going through is kind of the core of the whole passage. If you've been listening to the last few podcasts, but uh, verse 12, it says this, uh, Psalm 51, verse 12, restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with a willing spirit. So I'll read again. Restore to me the joy of your is your salvation. And uphold me with a willing spirit. Um, I was, you know, we've got this new dog, uh, Huxley. It's a wired hair griffin. I, we love this dog. It's so far, I mean, the dog's four months old. It's been awesome. But since we got it, we got the dog in August. It's now October, end of October. We got the dog at the end of August. Like, I've been waiting for the day that I can take this dog for a walk. You know, and, and so our vet was like, don't do it until he gets all his shots. So we've been waiting for his four-month shots, which is where he gets parvo and rabies and some of these other things, so, which a lot of dogs get sick. And so I've been really excited to walk this dog. So I, I take this dog on the walk for this two, eight, two, three days ago. I took this dog on the walk for the first time. And he did really good. But then I realized at times, like, the idea of having, like, this collar around his neck and this leash that's attached to it and somebody's kind of dictating where he goes, like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't want it. And at times, he's resisting it right because it's all brand new to him. He's like what's going on? Wait, I I just like run around the backyard and then every once in a while you put me in my cage and you know, but like what's this all about? And I thought for as as I was reflecting on this passage, I couldn't help but to think that David was like, no, no, no. I I want you to keep leading me. I'm resisting at times. I'm kicking back at times. And actually at this point in David's story, like he's kicked back a whole lot to the point of like rebellion to like where he's like cut the collar off and he's running down the road free into his own you know implementing executing on his own will and he's created a lot of havoc and he's like i want to get i want to get back to where you're leading and you're guiding me and and I what i find sometimes helpful when i'm reading passages and. a I think we get so locked into a certain way of doing things. And sometimes, I mean, I'm like, hey, let's flip let's flip this a little bit. So sometimes I find it helpful to read the passage backwards and just see, like, how does that feel? You know, like, you know, for this passage, you know, it would go like something like, I need help with a willing spirit. I need it to be awakened in me so that I can be awakened to the joy of, Of my salvation this willing spirit like it needs to be awakened in me in order for me to really truly and enjoy the joy of my salvation i need to be awakened in my spirit to your presence right so if you take this the last few verses like from 12 and go back to 10 like it's like i just need this willing spirit and i need you to help me with that willing spirit so that I can be awakened to your spirit, so I can be awakened to your salvation, so I can be awakened to joy, because I can you know, be awakened to your presence, to your Holy Spirit, all these different things. Like I, I, wanna, I want this spirit, this willing spirit that desires that, but I need you to do that in me. I can't do it. Like he's, David's been trying. He's tried on his own. He's doing his own will, his own way, and it's like it's not working. Like it's not leading him into joy, it's not leading him into life. It's actually bring a lot of pain, devastation, and destruction. And he's like, "Well, what do I, what do I do, now?" And there is a restoration that he's asking, and he's like, "There is a restora- restoration that that needs to." To happen, and that you know, that's why verse ten. If you remember, he talks about renewing a right spirit, right? He, you know, if you remember in that in in uh, in that podcast, in that verse, we we're talking about like that literally means like it needs to be repaired. He's like, I need you to repair a right spirit in me, and now what he's saying is that repair needs a full blown restoration. Like it needs, yes, it needs to repaired, but it needs a full restoration restore it bring the whole thing back to life i don't know about you but i like those like um i like those shows where like go to a junkyard and they get like an old classic car that's all rotted right and then they bring it to this garage and it's these guys who just know cars like they know cars they know the right parts to get and they restore these cars and watching them go through that whole process, is so cool. Because you're like, how did you take that rusty bucket of junk and turn it now into something that you could sell for tens of thousands of dollars? How did that happen? Well, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of vision. This is what David is saying about the joy of his salvation. He's like, I need a full overhaul. I need you to restore it. Right. I need this. I need a spirit that's renewed. I need it repaired. But as it relates to my joy and the joy of my salvation, I need like a full overhaul. I need I need to know I need to I need to have a complete and utter makeover. And and so it made me think, like, have you ever stopped to think? Have you ever stopped to think about your salvation? Like, like sit down and actually like think about that. You know, was it just this moment in time where you said yes to Jesus? And as a kid, I I think I was five, and my mom was like, you want to go to heaven or you want to go to hell? And I was like, I definitely don't want to go to hell. And so she's like, so you're saying you want to go to heaven? I do. Okay, and you just got to say this prayer. And I was like, cool. So I said this prayer, and I'm like, I'm in. She's like, you're in. Whole family got stoked. I got baptized like two weeks later. I was like, dude, I'm in. I got the ticket, right? That, as far as like my youth was concerned, was that moment where I like, that was a moment of salvation in my life. And I was like stoked. And then over a period of time, I'm like, man, what was that all about? What really happened? And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen for people. But for me, I tend to kind of question that moment. Was it? Is that really what's going on there? Is that really how it works? You know, and I, I think that I'm not sure that's what David is saying needs to be restored about this one moment. That he like said yes to Jesus. That's important. And, but I think he's talking about something far more vast, far greater that needs to be restored. Like, I think he's like talking about the joy of living in a life of salvation in the presence of God, right? Like, where God says, I am your God and you are my people. Like, in he believes that, knows that. The same joy that has him dancing naked before the people of God as the presence of God through the Ark of the Covenant comes back, right? That kind of joy. That kind of joy that's like every day. Like, I wake up in the morning, and no matter what's going on or how crazy life is, like, I'm like, I'm okay. And in fact, it my joy is found in him. It's not found in my circumstance, and I think for so many of us, like we get sidetracked on our salvation. We we our salvation is designated to this kind of singular moment in our life where we just said made a decision. Instead of it being a whole life, everyday, overwhelming, kind of salvific moment, like I'm const I'm yes, he saved me, but he is saving me. Like he is saving me. In in that process, I'm starting. To realize there's so much joy there and if I just kind of push this moment over to this designated time in history for me I miss out on the beauty of it today so what does it mean to live into that salvation life today to be renewed in that restored in that right I want that that's what David's craving that's what he wants that's what he's begging God for in this moment of repentance like that's what I want right and so he so then we ask well, well, what is he saying needs to be uplifted like there's something inside of him that has missed this has is there's a disconnect there, and that's why we started off the way that we did in this podcast, but he's going like there's there was an unwilling spirit and i and he's going i need you I need a willing spirit, I need a willing spirit to." remind myself to be awakened to that presence to be awakened to that salvation to, uh, to be awakened to the one who's in control the one who loves me shows me guides me leads me loves me i need to be awakened awakened i need a spirit that's willing you know you, you ever had these you know like even as i was, I was taking beasley on a uh, or a beasley huxley on his walk like i'm taking and there's moments at which he's completely willing He's content. He's looking at me. And there's other times when there's distraction all around, and he wants to run away, and I pull him back in. And I run away, he pulls him back in, and he doesn't want it. He's like pulling and yanking, so I have to stop him. I make him sit, and I said, hey, no. Right? David's going like, I want that willing spirit that just walks alongside of the Father. And we're just present with him. And I love that part of this passage. I just absolutely love it. And I love that Jesus models this when he says, not my will, but yours be done. Right? I want your will, your way, for your glory. And Jesus shows us, gives us the perfect example of what this looks like. Because what I'm learning is this, the joy of our salvation is the solution to our soul's deprecation. And how beautiful is that? And what if that became a new way in which we're living our life daily? So the question is, this: how are you finding a willing spirit to find joy in your salvation? God, we need your help. We need your wisdom. We need your guidance. We need a willing spirit and we need you to uphold it. And by the way, it's your salvation we want, not my own, not my own way. I want your salvation. So give it to us. Help us. Lead us. Guide us. So take a breath, reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers.